Everybody, welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. We just crushed Auburn, and I don't know, M-Dubs, do we appreciate Auburn that much, or do we kind of despise them? I, I don't care for Auburn. I don't care for Auburn either, so shove it, Auburn, because we just took you to the woodshed, and we made you feel very bad. We're going to talk all about it over reaction time here on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Uh, more about them here in a moment. Uh, but M Dubs, we just we just took Brian Harsons, the man who has no job, who is sitting on the sidelines with a headset attached to his face purely for show. Yeah. I, I haven't checked the news feed yet, but um, good chance he's actually applying as a superintendent for one of the housing developments in, all, in uh, Athens right now. Oh, my gosh. You said, yeah. you said Athens. He ain't he, he coming closer to y'all. Him does. He coming, he coming he north. Be. He ain't staying the south. He doesn't like fried chicken. He doesn't like okra. And they don't stand for that. Um, he is gone uh, very, very soon. But uh, he showed as much passion as his team. We trounced them. We're going to talk about it. M-Dubs, where do you want to start? What stood out from this game? Because I have a couple of them. But what stood out to you from this game? Oh, man. I, I don't know that we can start talking about this game. Well, well, first of all, I feel like I watched three games. Right? Like, oh, Yes. Have to talk about the first half. I don't. I, maybe we could avoid that. But I do think we got to start with the ground game. Uh, Clint, there's a bunch of people, bunch of men of a certain age, yes, like this guy, yes, who remember RBU and mm. always hold RBU near and dear to their hearts. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to RBU. Apparently, we we there. Look, if y'all don't, I'm gonna do. T- when Daniel comes back, I tweeted this out. When Daniel comes back on the pod. I'm going to hammer him every single day for saying Kenny Mack is not the best running back on this team. And he's a great option out of the backfield and receiving. I'm going to hammer him because his front leaning load, when he goes and gets the rock and he is running, he does not go backwards at all. It was impressive. Branson Robinson is that dude. And if you thought Malachi Sarris and Branson Robinson, these are my two guys for the next three years. Okay. I, I have no other words to describe. Uh, it was, it was old. It was back. And, and the abject dismantling that this offensive line did to Auburn's defensive front. Now, now remember, there's some dudes on this defense for Auburn. Okay. Like they're not, they're not mamby pamby and they're not young dudes. There's a whole lot of veteran sec defensive players on that side that are talented and the offensive line M dubs just rolled people. I mean, that's, that was the other place I thought we would start is, thank God. I don't know what happened last week. I, yes. I still have not seen the first three quarters from last week, and I will never see it because I got text messages from you and from my brothers. Like, it's not worth watching. I saw the score. I don't know what happened last week, but thank God the O-line was not the problem on offense today. No, no, that's, I think they showed, they responded. Here's, here's my biggest takeaway. Last week, they all had the worst graded performance of the entire year. My sneaking suspicion is this week, they're going to have the best graded performance, M-Dubs, across the line. Now, except for one, one notable exception, okay? One notable. I, I think, 
Uh, Erickson owes Dejan a touchdown. If I'm, if, if I understood the game correctly. Uh, yeah, Dejan Edwards just made some little boy his scapegoat and said, "Carry my bags for me as I carry you to the end zone." And Warren Erickson said, "Not so fast, my friend." <laughs> I want that, that back. Again. We're going to do that again. Um, and Branson went in and, and, and got in for it. But look, outside of Warren Erickson, um, there were a couple of, of holding penalties that you know may have been holding, may have not been. But pass pro was not the problem. I mean, Stets was not getting pressure that much. The pressure that he did have was because of inconsistency in the rhythm of the of the pass game. Pass pro was great. Run blocking was fantastic. And here's my biggest takeaway. And here's how I know they got coached up. Did you see every, every single time? And when I say every time, I, I swear I'm going to go back. Every time a running back was stood up and there was a pile starting, you saw five hog mollies yeah, come running down the field to push them five, ten yards more. Yo, if that doesn't get your blood pumping, like you're dead. You just your your wood is wet because yeah. that is exciting stuff to watch on a football field in Dubs. I mean, it's it's hard enough to stop Kenny Mack or Dejan Edwards or Branson Robinson by themselves, but then you pile Tate Ratledge and four of his best friends mm. behind that pushing. Mm. Just nothing you can do. You're, you're done. You're toast. And we saw that time and time again. Now, here's why that's important. And here's why this should get you geared up, Georgia fans. And you can look. I'm gonna I'm gonna come after you. loyal third segment listener. I'm coming for y'all because the Stetson slander. I'm. You will be like the two elderly Vanderbilt fans in front of me a couple of years ago. I will not fight you, but I will be having to reserve myself to do so because we're going to get there. But if this doesn't excite you because you're focusing on negativity, here's what it should excite you. This team got coached up and they were excited and they responded to a letdown performance covered at home against a rival in the SEC as we gear up for play. Oh, my Good night. We're going to come back after this, talk more about what excited. First, I want to talk about Simply Safe. Simply Safe is this fantastic automation for your home security. Right now, there's millions and millions of people across America that are having so many valuable things. Your family, your car, your loved ones, your property, your abode, the king of the castle, if you may use or the queen of the castle, whatever it is to you. Uh, and you need to protect that. Simply Safe helps you out by protecting all your precious loved ones and the things you hold near and dear, your safety. Uh, right now, our listeners can get 20% off. That's 20% off if you go to Simply Safe slash locked on college. It's Simply Safe slash locked on college. It is fantastic. Uh, there is no better way to be safe than Simply Safe. All right, M Dubs. Uh, what else stood out from you from this game? I give you the floor again. Bring up an, and it could, it it'd be good, or it could be bad. I, your your choice, dealer's choice. I, you know what? We just beat Auburn forty-two to ten. So say, I'll oh, wait for the. Th- ooh, say it again. Say, say it again. Forty-two to ten. If ooh. you're keeping track, Georgia covered the spread. I was. Georgia covered the over. Yes, they did. Uh, I mean, that's. I, what is there to complain about? We can wait for the third segment. Okay. Uh, Justin be tweeting. It's fine if you see yourself out after the second segment, my man. I was worried about him. Legitimately worried about he, him. Look, we we have we have called into the authorities. Um, we have some people going and doing a well check on him because yeah. that TV is is currently outside of his building on the street. I will start a GoFundMe for the replacement yeah. TV. Yes, Justin be tweeting. But I would say the the other um, highlight is the other side of the run game. Uh, so so our defensive line 
stopping the running attack from Auburn. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't include garbage time. I stopped with about eight minutes, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, but Auburn had 87 total yards of rushing. 52 of those were quarterback scrambles, which means we only allowed 35 yards for Tank Bigsby and company through three and a half quarters. So a quarterback who Ashford can, he, he got speed, y'all. You saw him have wheels, okay? Tank is a legit running back. Uh, Michael, what if I was to tell you that the lowest yards per carry that Tank Bigsby has ever had in his collegiate career happened just hours ago? I saw one point something per carry. Is that where he was at? Uh, he he hovered around that for a little bit. I think he averaged near two or something like that. But he has 1.9 or 1.8. He yeah. got bottled up. Ashford got bottled up. Now, that's not to say he he took shots. You know, there was there was plays in this offense for Auburn to try to take the lid off. Um, and my boy Malachi was back there saying, no, thank you. I'm not Ooh. having this. Ooh. Ooh, I, We're gonna talk about him again in a minute. Oh, I'm. Oh, please. Okay, I'll, I'll calm myself down because that that dude is a dude. Um, but you're right. This defensive line pressured, bullied people around on the offensive line. Zion Logue showed up again last week. What did we we talked about the trenches being awful and horrendous. Who showed up this week? The two two position groups that showed out: offensive yep. and defensive line showed out. Nolan Smith was there setting the age edge once more. Zion Lug was pressuring Bear Alexander. How are you doing, bro? Oh, oh my come on. goodness. He showed up. Yeah. Look, these, these different defensive line has everything that we want them to be. M dubs. They reminded me again, how much talent we have. This was a get right game. This is what Mizzou yeah. should have been. It just happened a week delayed. Yeah. You, did you see pop behind the, behind the defensive line a few times? Like, I, I've got kids. They love the Chronicles of Narnia, those movies. And if you remember the the witch in the Winterland, you know, with that sled with the polar bears just pulling her, that's what Pop looks like back there. He's just got three or four polar bears this. in front of him. And he's like, hey, y'all scoot over a little bit. And they shift. And then they that. go in and crush people's hopes and dreams. They did. Beautiful. Pop's Ryan Davis played outstanding ball. Outstanding ball. Um, this defense showed out in a big way. I'm going to give a couple more shout-outs. Third segment, I'm going to come after some people for the Stetson hate, but I'm also going to come out with some people that did not show up. Um, Tyke, you're, you're on my radar, Tyke, because it wasn't it wasn't can, great. Can we talk about Dan Jackson, Dalen Everett, Please do. Tyke, we go. in a trifecta of wondersomeness? We're going to add them all together because – and they all, they all combined. It was They all combined on one specific play to allow that long run, but we'll get there in a second. Um, Kamari Lasseter, I see you, and I appreciate you. Coverage, he was there. He was mad at giving up a couple extra yards. He was yep. very, very frustrated himself. And in the run game, there was one specific play. I think it was probably in the, in the um, mid-second quarter, maybe late second quarter. He's coming up on run support, and there is a tackle barreling down on him. Mm -hmm. He don't shy away. He absorbs and stonewalls the tackle, and the run stops for maybe one or two-yard gain. K Kamari, I see you, okay? Yeah. And I and you're there, dude. You are there. I'm so glad you're starting for us. Yeah. Can, can we also go back and just send a big thank you to, to Big O, uh, Darnell? My man just gets in a lather, and he just starts hitting people. And I, I swear he likes to hit people more than he likes to catch the ball and run for yardage because – 
both those penalties against him, I think were just him like, oh, there's somebody not being hit right now. I'm going to go hit him. <laughs> and, you ever know that, that, uh, that person in your life? And they're just, they're just bigger than everybody else. And and they get this moniker, like people are like, oh, they're they're loud, or oh, they're they're really abrasive. And they're like, no, he's just six seven, two eighty. Like right. he that's how he plays. Those penalties were were discrimination, actually. It was size discrimination. Uh he's bigger and badder than everybody else. It was incredible. I loved every single aspect of that. You're exactly right. Uh big O. He, he had one reception in this game. I think I, I didn't see more than one, if memory serves me correct. Um, and it was, you know, he, he did great. He didn't get tackled. The, uh, boundary tackled him, but he worked up in a lather and he was in sync with this offensive line. It was fantastic. We're going to come back after this. We're going to talk about Stetson and we're coming for those three DBs and I'm coming for you fan. Uh, but first one, talk about bet online, bet online. Y'all, they are just fantastic. They are the place that we go that we jumped on. And by we, I mean me, I'm sure M dubs was there on this cover line i jumped on it late in the day i didn't give it as a lock but i came in late and i was so happy to see that last touchdown uh the overcast and all these places that we at locked on bulldogs go and everybody at locked on podcast network goes to bet online the official sports book of locked on podcasts and locked on podcasts everywhere they're safe they're reliable they have over-unders they have point spreads they had season win totals and if you had the braves winning over 90 games and winning the nl east preseason bet we cash in. We'd have that money now. It's 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 a loan that was given, and now we get to bet on all these college games, uh, which we're so thrilled about. Bet online, your sports book experts. Let's let's come for some let's come for some souls, okay? M Dubs, let's let's start with the three guys you mentioned, Dan, yeah. and uh, and uh, Tyke, uh, and Dalen. They did not show up. They did not get the memo. They were not coached. They weren't in the film study this week with everybody yeah. else. What did you see out of these guys? Well, I only only the one play is what's just lodged in my crawl, man. I, I and I gotta tell you, I love Dan Jackson, big Dan Jackson fan. Yes. But I put it all on his shoulders because Dalen had uh, the Auburn guy held back, about to take him down. Tyke is trying to swat at the ball, which at that point you think, just take the guy down. But he's yeah. trying to swat at the ball, and then Dan comes in, just rumbles in, and hits them all, knocks Everett off of him, and uh, and the, the guy breaks free. Unfortunate. I, I, look, just here, the guy. Just ta- I, was, I was on with John Tweed Sports uh, earlier this week, and I said, How, I don't understand. Like, There's these appendages that I have. And they're called my arms. And if I just wrap them around the guy, as I, I have a higher success rate of bringing him down. Uh, Tyke Smith, look, I, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if injury bug's still there. I don't know what's going on. It takes a while once you come back from an injury to really, really feel confident making hits and making sticks. And I get that. I, I really, truly, and honestly do. But come on, young man. Like Dan Jackson, yeah, you you whiffed on that, bro. And you're out yeah. there. You're out there because, yes, you are fast, and yes, you've earned your way on this team, but you don't have the skill as Malachi Starks. How do I know? Because no one does, okay? Um, you got to wrap up when you make those tackles. Yeah. Just um, because you're playing in the part of the game that normally the second and third string are playing in, you don't have to play like your second and third string. Don't play down. So we're clear. Don't do that. Um, look, the wide receivers played admirably. Uh, Rosemary Jack Saint – Hey, look, you, you didn't make a couple blocks on the outside. You blew a couple blocks. And honestly, 
you could drop three passes. I, I know this about Kirby. You can drop three passes in this game. You miss three blocks and you're on a very short they list. Did. It's not a good list to be on nope. uh, with Kirby. You got to make those blocks. Brock Bowers um, did his thing again. He was just fine. Oscar Delp again, y'all we're just replacing tight ends. And if you don't, uh, they're just, they're carbon copies. I, I know we keep saying it, but I keep being amazed that it's literally the same person, uh, just a year younger. It's insane to me. I, I don't get it. What? Yeah. How? How? Um, okay, let's get to the Stetson hate. First of all, all you Georgia fans that are hating on Stetson, get out. Like, <laughs> like get out. Here's, here's why. He is consistent. We have the eighth best offense in the entire nation. He's thrown for over 300 yards most games. He's averaging well over that. He's completion percentage. If you want to put our offense against Bama's offense, they're nearly identical all the way through. He's a good quarterback. He was in the Heisman conversation, which, by the way, is completely out. C.J. Stroud is going to go ahead and win that thing a thousand percent. Okay, so if you can still get odds on that, go do it. Um, So that's my first thing. Second thing. It doesn't mean we can't critique Stetson. Okay, Justin B. Tweeten, we can critique him. We cannot hate him. You cannot call for Carson Beck off the bench. You don't, don't do that. We can critique him. He's off. He's injured or something. His shoulder is clearly off. It's affected. It's been affected the last two weeks. And by golly, we've had horrible games the last two weeks. He's overcompensating for something, M-dubs. His shoulder doesn't look yeah. right. Yeah, but Clint, three three weeks ago, we said... Uh, Georgia is now a team that throws to set up the run game. But I'll I'll be damned if we can't flip that whenever we need to. And today, we come into the third quarter, we just run the ball down their throats, and what happens? We start unlocking Stetson, just carving up A.D. Mitchell and, and around the going around the horn there, um, hitting tight ends, hitting receivers. It was beautiful. Don Blaylock, welcome back. Welcome Don back. Blaylock. He looked good on that sideline catch. Oh my gosh, did he ever. Um, I'm going to look last year, Texas A&M famously beats Alabama. Uh, They had everything go wrong for them in that game. Bama should have won and they were on the road against the SEC, yada, 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 yada. If you don't think Mizzou is a good team, go back and watch Florida games. You guys, Mizzou should have won that game. Mizzou Mizzou should have beat Florida today. Florida had like 68 offensive yards in the third quarter or something like that. Should have beat them. They didn't. We go up to Mizzou. We beat them with a guy who's... We have to change the game plan. He's injured. His shoulder's not doing great. Everything falls against us, and we still come out and win. That was what happened to Bama last year, and they came out with an L. That's what happened to us this year. We came out with a W. And then we turn around, and yes, I know Todd Munkin's offense is a little bit in pause right now. We're not on working on all cylinders. There's a, there's a valve that's yeah. not hitting on that engine. I get that. But to your point, okay, fine. Give me the three-headed beast. Give me Mac. Give me Kenny Mac. Give me Branson, give me Dejan, and we'll work. Oh, oh, and then let me let me sprinkle a little Stetson up the middle as he's just oh. looking around left to right. Just I, he wasn't he wasn't looking for people coming left. He was just shaking his head no the whole time. Yeah, running. Like, you nope, go. you're not catching me. Nope. Uh, I got holy wheels. Gee, I got wheels. You're right. We now we ran a set of a pass in this game. When other weeks, you know, that or we, we, we passed it up the run. We were wanting to run more and more and more and more and more, get it down. Um, it, look, this has been incredible to me, this transformation that's happened. Uh, any other hot takes from this game? And does give me, give me the, like the most overreactionary thing you could do as a fan. So, so I'll tell you the, the one thing that concerns me, I won't leave on a negative note. I got one more after this. Um, but the one thing I'll, I'll call out is we were far too dependent upon Auburn screwing themselves in this game. 
Now we we won forty two to ten, great. But we we had to take advantage of a lot of mistakes You're that right. they made. And I swear November is not going to be easy if that's how we're going to come into these games. We can't wait until the third quarter to start getting warm. You know, we've got to come in and create those mistakes, not wait for a freshman quarterback to give us the game. Here's what I you you touched on the thing that I want to touch on. Why why in the world are we at third quarter team? Why are we a second half team without being a first half team? Last year we were a first half team and a second half team. I know Kirby and Monk are the greatest. When they go into halftime, I know they're coming out with adjustments. But what in the world is ha- first quarter for us? M dubs is just a desolate land of waste. What is going on with that? I'm concerned about that. My fan overreaction is um, what is going on in this scripted play first quarter? Why are we coming out flat? Like we are just not there. My hope is, have you ever seen uh, a lion like toying with some prey this injured? Here we go. I I love this. It's almost bored. You know, the lion's like, I could kill you, but hang Oh, I'm distracted for a second. I, I, oh, I really hope it's that we've had six straight weeks of teams that clearly are not the caliber of teams that we expected to be facing. And so I hope we don't fall asleep and then roll into November because I don't know if you saw what happened in Starkville today. It ain't going to be easy. We walk here's, in there, but here's my hot take. It, it, Look, you guys can complain about Tennessee, and you got you could all say they look for real, and Tennessee's great, and yet I ain't I ain't nervous about Tennessee. You can say uh, Florida, whatever. Look, Hinden Hooker and um, uh, AR fifteen, they they run to get they use their legs to set up the pass. Okay, if you take away their legs, they're not great. Hinden Hooker, his yards per attempt or yards per completion go down by half when he's blitzed. It's something like two point nine yards per pass completion when he is faced with pressure it's bryce young all over again y'all okay so i but mississippi state i'm 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 nervous guys i'm really nervous and it's not pretend nervous i'm real nervous because if we slow we start slow against them it's going to be bad we get florida in jacksonville we get Tennessee in Athens, but we got to go to the to the Thunderdome of Cowbells in Starkville. That's something I'm going to be sweating for a few weeks. So. Well, hey, there you go. Overreaction. We're going to lose to Mississippi State. You heard it here first. Yeah. M-Dub is calling for the loss. Uh, we're out of the SEC championship. Uh, here first on Locked on Bulldogs. No, he didn't say that. Uh, but hey, thanks for joining us, Locked on Bulldogs. M-Dubs, uh, thanks for joining us, brother. We always appreciate it. Uh, We will see you guys next week.